Although this particular podcast may not have any claims, we do need to read a couple disclaimers so that we can put it on all the podcasts and that we will be covered. So first of all, for product statements, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And for earnings and lifestyle. The earnings and lifestyle portrayed are not typical. Earnings are calculated on a sales to consumers. No sales or commissions are guaranteed. Success results only from your diligent efforts. For typical earnings, see the average annual earnings chart at www.usanaincome.com. Welcome, everybody. What a great opportunity we have today to talk about easily presenting with anyone. Nathan, I want to quickly ask you right off the bat, tell us a little bit of what you're excited about the topic today. So I, I like this topic because this is kind of the bulk of what we, this is like the very middle of what we do. It's kind of the bulk of uh, what everything leads to and stems from. So I think this is really an important um, aspect of the whole process of bringing on a new person. Absolutely. Yeah, this is, this is an important step. And so we have Nathan Schooley, our Senior Sales Development Manager at USANA. Many of you know him, but if you don't, Nathan has been in the industry. This coming year is actually going to be his 20th anniversary in the industry. And that's that's a lot of experience that he has. And he's been with customer service, but the majority of that has been with sales development, um, field development, sales, those type of areas. Um, I love working with Nathan. He's such a great coworker, someone that I bounce a lot of ideas and learn a lot from. And so we have him today here to talk us, to tell us more about how to easily present to anyone. And although he's going to be presenting, I'm going to chime in every once in a while if I have a question or maybe there's a point that that I want, um, that I think we should emphasize on. And so Nathan, take it, take us through what, what you want to, to teach us today to share with us. Um, but if you'll allow me to also in, uh, interrupt you every once in a while. I will allow it. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Thanks, TJ. Yeah. So um, this is uh, module four of our coaching program. I know we've talked about the coaching program before, um, but really, if you remember the last time we talked, it was basically about inviting. And the whole idea is you're going to set up the invite to be this presentation. We don't want to do this. Um, on accident, right? We don't want to accidentally give too much information. We really want this to be an intentional discussion. Now, sometimes you're going to have a conversation where it's just going to flow and you'll end up doing some sort of a presentation. But as if you can set it up so that you have at least 15, 20 minutes with the person, they know there's going to be a presentation that allows you, excuse me, to have a little bit more control over the scenario around how you're doing the presentation. And then you can use whatever tool it is that you want to enhance um, the conversation, because really this is just about, uh, this is just about basically, um, helping them get enough information to be able to make the decision of how they want to be involved with USANA. We're going to assume that they want to be involved with USANA, at least from a product standpoint, right? And if they want to do a little bit more, um, then they can do a little bit more. They can do an affiliate opportunity. They can be an associate and a team member. So, um, so we just have a couple of tips. It's not, there's not going to be a lot of in-depth in terms of tools to use and those types of things because um, everybody can do it a little bit differently. But there are some tips, I guess, that we can incorporate into whatever it is that we're using to, to do the presentation. So a couple of things is we want to be confident, right? Obviously, we, this is the situation where we want to, we want them to know that we know what we're talking about. 
but we also don't need to know all the information. You know, if somebody asks you a question, after you talked about the product, if somebody says, you know, well, where do you source your raw ingredients? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't, you don't have to feel like you need to know that answer. And it's actually better if you don't, because you can say, you know what, that's a good question. Um, I don't know for sure, but I have a resource that I can lean on that will help get me that information, right? Uh, anytime that you don't know the, the answer, don't pretend like you do. You can totally say just, hey, you know, I, I, I don't really know, um, but I can get you that answer. I know that I have a resource that I can get that from. And then you can get the answer for them. And I think that that just shows that there's some humanness to us and uh, that you don't need to be an expert in anything to be able to, to have success, right? I think that's, that's one thing. I think another thing is avoiding using jargon, uh, especially in USANA. We have a lot of jargon. Just as, as an example, you know, do you ever, in part of your DMO, do you ever check your DLM to see how your CVP or SVP is? Like that sentence probably makes sense to you, but like to somebody outside of USANA, <laughs> what's a DLM? What's a SVP? What's a CVP? So we want to make sure that we're just speaking their language, right? And, you know, I can say, you know, as part of your daily routine, do you go and log into the hub and check your volume and check the your checks and stuff like that? You know, that's a little bit more uh, universally understood. So I think just avoid the acronyms, avoid the jargon, and uh, speak just just plain uh, as basic language, right? We don't need to get too fancy about that. Um, and so it's got to be simple and engaging, right? Ask the question. So uh, as we go through this, those are kind of the baseline uh, underscoring that we have found uh, to help make an effective presentation. There's a couple things to make sure that we address to make the presentation portion of it um, easier and have the conversation be more smooth. Now, obviously we're presenting potentially new information. You know, if they don't know about USANA or even if they don't know about supplementation or if they don't know about the business opportunity, we're gonna be presenting some new information. So there's gonna be questions. You know, that that's something that we can anticipate is most of the time, I would say you may have experienced somebody where they just jumped right on board. They're like, yep, no questions. I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to do this. Uh, sign me up. I'll get the whatever pack, right? Or I'll get the whatever bundle or whatever this is. But most of the time, you're going to have some questions. And during the presentation, if you can, hopefully you've done some uh, relationship building. You know kind of what their needs are, what they want, some of the concerns that they have. So you can kind of tailor the conversation to address those specific concerns. But uh, if you don't know, there's basically like four main concerns that people are going to have, especially if you're presenting from a, an opportunity of jumping in as an associate or an affiliate. And one would be time, you know, money. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Uh, I'm not a salesperson. I need to talk with my spouse. Those are kind of like the four main objections. And we'll talk a little bit more about handling objections later. But in the presentation portion, if you can start to resolve those concerns before they even become concerns, and then that would be uh, a really, really huge benefit to you and also help them be able to make the decision a lot faster. So what I mean by that is, you know, if I'm doing a presentation, let's say I'm talking with TJ, TJ's curious, he wants to know, uh, you know, about USANA, about the associate opportunity and, and the business side of things. Um, if I know that he has a large family and maybe he doesn't have a lot of time, that I could say to him in as part of the presentation, you know, I'm talking about it and I can say, you know, I, I, I get it. You know, it's, time is hard to find and time is valuable. And uh, when I first started, I didn't really, really know how I would fit it into the, to my time. I don't know how I would make time for it. What I did was 
X, Y, Z, you know, I was able to find, you know, five, 10 minutes here and there. I was able to start talking with people. And the more I did it, the easier it was for me to find the time. So I found that if I put more focus on it, I can find the time to do that. And I'm sure that you'll be able to too as well. You know, hopefully that concern will be addressed. It doesn't have to be called out necessarily, right? The salesman, if TJ doesn't feel like he's a good salesman, I could say, yeah, I, you know, uh, talk about the products, talk about USANA, whatever. I didn't feel like I was a good salesman, but then I realized like I talk to people all the time and everybody's asking for recommendations and everybody's sharing their things that they feel is good. You know, this is me sharing what I feel is good. And, and that's helped me feel like I don't necessarily need to be a salesman. I'm just trying to provide uh, a pathway for people to be able to make a decision on how they want to join USANA. So I've kind of preemptively, you know, handled those types of objections. Um, and then there's, you know, the spouse, the spouse one, there's, a, there could always potentially be that. And if you can anticipate that, maybe have the spouse with them, you know, the, anything that we can do to make the, just a little bit more smooth of a process and, and minimize the potential questions or the potential objections that they may have, you know, at the end of the presentation, I think is always something that's going to be key because we know that the content of the presentation, you know, hopefully we'll be able to tailor it to them. We know that the products are good. We know we can, we have a good business opportunity. So really it's just helping them resolve these potential concerns to be able to get to that end result of product user as a PC or um, involved somehow in the business or in the team. Uh, Nate, can I ask a, a, maybe a, a clarifying question? Two, two things I'd like to maybe ask you about. The way you presented in, in a way anticipating those four common objections, right? Can you go over those four again? Yeah, the, the four that I found are most common. There's probably others too, but time, you know, I don't know if I have the time. I don't know if I have the money for it. Um, I'm not a good salesman or I need to talk with my spouse. Those four. So time, money. I don't know if I'm a salesperson and I need to talk to my my spouse, my significant other, my partner, whatever it may be. Yep. Now, the way you presented it was, you know, I, I thought I, I wasn't going to be able to do this because I didn't have the time. But I found out that, you know, X, Y, Z, I was able to make it. Do you like to present that way rather than saying, well, many people feel like they can't do this because they don't have the time. What's the difference between those that you feel is is maybe a, a better option when presenting? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a good question, TJ. I think for most people, um, hopefully again, like I said, you you have some understanding of where they're at so you can really specifically address their needs. And I feel like if you just share the story, like you can relate to them in some way that, you know, that maybe they do have that concern. Instead of saying some people have this concern, if they didn't have that concern before and you bring it up in that way, then it's like, oh yeah, that's a good concern. Yeah, that's that's a good question. I might have that too now. You know, so we don't want to like present it as in a hypothetical of some people might feel this way or some people might do this way. Uh, if we can make it more about, you know, you might feel this way or you have this many kids, you might, it, it might be hard to find some time. You might be thinking to yourself this, I found that I've done this, blah, 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 blah. So you, you want to make it more relevant to them and in their situation. And it, you don't have to go through all four, right? I mean, you can spread it throughout the conversation, right? In the beginning, you can say, thanks for sitting down with me. I appreciate this. Hey, um, was your spouse available too? Was, you know, would they want to um, sit down with us and have this chat? You know, if they're, if they're part of the decision-making uh, within the family, maybe they'd want to hear this as well, you know, and that way you can kind of set that up. Maybe you set that up before meeting, right? So that way they can, you know, schedule whatever they need to. 
but you can spread all four of them or, or multiple. If there's others that, you know, that they specifically might have, you can, you can spread it throughout the presentation. Um, but you don't have to go like, you know what, if there's a time, uh, concern, how about this? And if there's a money concern, how about this? Cause then it might not necessarily sound like you're personalizing it to them and having the conversation. So I would just work it into the presentation, work it into the conversation, let them know, you know, there's, there's a concern, you know, I can get, I get, if you don't know if you have the time, I, I didn't know if I would have the time and, and I was able to do it by this way. So I can help you through that. Oh, the money thing. Yeah. Don't even worry about that. We can figure, we can figure out a path for any, for any situation, any financial situation. I've, I've helped a lot of people that way, you know, and there's, there's ways that we can do it to where it's more personable and it doesn't necessarily create a concern if it's not there. Uh, um, but also it's going to be tailored to them. Does that answer the question? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Thank you. And and, and as a reminder, um, I'll take a quick pause, maybe Nate, if that's okay. Last week we talked about the art of inviting, right? So so keep in mind that you're inviting them to this presentation, right? Don't get don't say too much to the, the invite, like we talked about last last episode. And then the next episode of follow-up. So really this is helping answer the majority of their questions, their objections that they have concerns that they may have. But next week, as we talk about follow-up, we're going to continue this portion of the presentation of helping them overcome some of their concerns or, or questions that they have. Yeah. But they, yeah, they, this is just, this is basically preemptively resolving those potential concerns, right? So then the follow-up isn't as tedious or as lengthy or as, uh, as difficult, you know, the, as, as it potentially could be. And TJ, you do make a good point, you know, with us talking about the invite last time, obviously, if we saw that there was some sort of a concern that they had and we made the invite for them to be able to, be able to hear the presentation, we want to make sure that we center the presentation around that concern. I right? want to make sure that we know that we've heard them. Um, we can ask, you know, we talked when I invited you about this, you uh, mentioned you had this, this and this. Is there anything else that like you're open to sharing with me? So that way I can make sure that we, we address your needs, right? Just make it, make it about them. And, and it's having a conversation. It's not, you don't need to go into a presenter mode and say, okay, uh, for the next 15 minutes, please don't talk to me. I need to get through these slides or I need to get through this thing or I need to do whatever. If you can have the conversation and still go through slides, right? Still show a video, maybe talk about the video afterwards. I mean, whatever it is that you do, uh, you can do it as part of a conversation and, and tailor it to them. And I think being able to to kind of craft the USANA story and the USANA difference around them and show how it can benefit them, I think that's the biggest thing that you can do, you know, regardless of resolving the concerns before they have them um, and how well you do at that. I think if you can show how the, the USANA opportunity in whatever capacity it is can benefit that person, you know, based on conversations you've had before, based on the invite, based on uh, developing the relationship, if you can show them that it'll benefit them in whatever way it is, then that's the best way that you can focus on. So for example, um, let's say that if you're talking to uh, parents and it's parents that have kids and the kids are busy, right? They, there's uh, early mornings for school, getting ready for school. And then maybe there's after school activities. Um, and I know in my household, morning starts early. Kids wake up at like six to six thirty. The dog needs to be let out, and the day starts. And then we have dance, and we have football, and we have lacrosse, and all these other things that are after school. So 
it's almost like from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. or later, it's like you're on the go. And so in the evening time, it could get tiring. So if, if, if I was talking to someone who was in a similar situation as me, I might focus throughout the presentation if I don't know a specific need other than, you know, maybe you do need to have a little bit more income um, so that you can enjoy more time with the family. And maybe that's a goal that you have. So I can talk about that. But maybe there's some energy levels as well that if I can show you that the, the products can help uh, optimize your energy levels and optimize the way that your body processes the the foods and everything to 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 increase your uh, health and all this other stuff, whatever whatever the terminology is. If I can show them that they'll be able to benefit by taking these products, then the chances of them uh, accepting that and, and joining at least as a customer, if not as a team member, increase versus if I just talk about how great USANA is, but I don't relate it to them, right? We can relate it to them. We can talk about how, you, how great USANA is, but craft that around the story of, this can benefit you in X, Y, Z. If it's somebody who's into fitness, you know, this can help enhance your workout routines. You know, this can help enhance your, uh, whatever programs you have, you know, whatever, whatever their lifestyle is, you can tailor it to them and make it about them. So I think those are kind of the main things, right? Like we, so we talked about, uh, number one, be confident, right? But you don't have to know everything, be confident in what you know, but you don't have to know everything and, and that's okay, right? To find the resources. Uh, use clear language. Don't go into the use sauna jargon. I know we have a lot of acronyms. We have a lot of words, but don't use those. Keep it simple, but also relate it to them. And if you can anticipate potential concerns, which we gave you the, the top four that we found, right? Of time, money, uh, say sales or selling and, and spouse. If you can intertwine some of the potential concerns and, and resolve those beforehand, then that makes the next few steps a little bit easier. Um, and just have the conversation, right? Have the conversation, uh, make it about them and, um, and ask the question. I think at the very end, the biggest thing is, you know, we talk about closing and that's a, that's a whole other section, but I think making sure that you set it up so that when you ask for a close or after you do the presentation, you ask for some sort of call to action. Cause me doing a presentation and then leaving it open, you know, that, that kind of, I don't want to say that wastes the presentation, but it almost is, uh. It's almost like you got to do it again anyway. So you got to ask for something at the end. Okay, you know, let's uh, set up, set up, set up, get to the close, whatever that close is, you know. So let's get you on the products. Are you ready to get started? Let's get you started as a team member, you know, whatever that might be. So I think from this discussion, I mean, there, there, maybe there's other questions and we can get to those in a second, but I think let's go to the calls to action so that we can practice this. And I think the biggest thing is practicing your story to somebody who you trust, somebody who can be supportive of you, who can give you some feedback and try to do a couple presentations in the next week, right? Like if there, if you have people that are already in, in the pipeline, people that are already kind of interested, try to set up a presentation and, and practice. I mean, the best thing you can do is do it, right? Taking notes, that's good. Uh, reading about it, learning about it, that's good too. But really, you're going to learn the most from actually doing it. So if you need a couple practice sessions, you can reach out to TJ, me, Steph. I mean, whoever your regional manager is, uh, you can reach out to us and and we'd be happy to jump on and, and listen to you and help you out. So anyway, that's what uh, that's what I would recommend in the next week or so. Yes, thank you so much, Nathan, for us now. One thing I wanted to mention to everyone is a question we get a lot is, what do I use to present? Now, if you're 
sponsor your upline or you you already have some system a presentation that you're using that works for you that you like stick with it if you don't and if you're not already aware we have a presentation that you can use called the usana difference now keep in mind when you download it if you go to the the usana hub your back office to the media center and if you don't know where that is Call customer service, they can walk you through that and they can help you find the USANA difference presentation and you can customize this. One great thing about this presentation is that it has uh, suggested scripts in the notes of the presentation. And so a lot of that work is done for you to help you start practicing. You don't have to go through all the slides. I think there's like 40 to 50 slides. I forget the exact number. Is it more than that? There's like 60 slides. You don't have to go through all of them. Again, Nathan was talking about making the presentation tailored to the person you're presenting to. So there may be times you remove slides or you want to uh, show some slides. There's places you could put your pictures to personalize it. So there is a lot. Uh, the USANA difference presentation is a great tool for you to use. And I want to echo Nathan's invitation that we invite you to get into action, to present, talk, invite people to come and listen to your presentation. Now, the only thing you, the, 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 what should I say? I don't mean this in a negative way, but the worst thing you could do is to just not do anything, right? The saying goes, uh, imperfect action will always be perfect inaction. So even if you do it and you feel like you messed up and like, oh man, I just, I was horrible. I did a bad job. Like, well then learn from it and keep moving forward, but just get into action, do something. So I hope, uh, Nathan, thank you so much for sharing these tips and tricks and suggestions and thoughts that you had. I hope this was helpful to, to all of you. Again, please reach out to us if there's anything we can do to help you with this, to listen to your story. If you want to practice please reach out to customer service. They can help you find that you saw in a difference presentation if you don't have it already. So thank you everyone for participating today, listening to this. Um, hope you have a great day. Thank you.